Every time Blake and I talk to someone in the crypto community, you guys say you love it. And so we're back with another episode from the founder of OpenSea. If you don't know what OpenSea is, you are probably living in a box somewhere because it is not only one of the biggest companies in all of NFTs, but it's where Blake spends most of his money on NFTs currently. Blake, what NFTs do you own right now? Oh, man. Hi, I, I own too many is, is the real truth. A lot of profile picture projects and a lot of art blocks projects. But I mainly as a, a fan and just like an early mover to the space, I think we're in the very early days of all of this. Uh, and for me, I'm just excited to be along for the ride and uh, watching OpenSea become this dominant platform uh, of just as a marketplace for everyone, both on primary and secondary sales has been uh, incredible to watch. And, and I'm super excited to have Devin here to, to talk. Well, with one us. stat you threw out to me earlier was that August of last year, they were doing a million dollars in GMV. And now if we fast forward to today, they're doing $3.4 million in GMV, which is like unheard of growth in this space. But I think it's just a testament to the power of yeah, NFTs. 3.4 billion. 3.4 billion, sorry, 3.4 billion. It's just kind of like the power of NFTs to date. But I think the other interesting stat that you threw out was there's only like 250,000, maybe a little over that number transacting on OpenSea. And so the opportunity yeah. for them to grow based on those numbers is infinite. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, like they're already doing more gross merchandise volume than you know some public companies like Etsy, uh, and you know we we have OpenSea doing you know three point four billion in, in gross merchandise volume with only two hundred and eighty thousand active users, and and let's define active users as someone that's done at least one transaction, and so uh, and and that's with the barriers being high of like you have to go and you know, buy your uh, cryptocurrencies on some other platform, then transfer it to a another wallet and so it's a it's we're at arguably the earliest point of all of this uh and so you can imagine that open just continues to be you know they might actually be the amazon of the digital world uh and, and that's why i'm just so excited that we have devin here i mean we might be talking to the next jeff bezos you're absolutely right this is the rocket ship i think that most of the investors wanted to get on in the crypto community uh, and so it's been interesting just watching this company grow and i'm excited to learn more so i think just to just to start um I'd love for you to just give our viewers like a brief overview of OpenSea and just like how how it started and how you founded the company. Um, yeah, so OpenSea is an NFT marketplace, which means that it's a place where you can buy and sell any NFT um, on the blockchain. So we allow people to buy and sell things like game items, digital art, uh, event tickets, all sorts of NFT experiments. Uh, and, and OpenSea is also a place where you can kind of go explore and discover new NFT projects. Uh, so it's almost like a search engine for NFTs as well. In terms of how we got started, we started in late 2017. And it really emerged from just being interested in crypto more generally. So. We, at the time, you know, there was a lot of excitement around ICOs and sort of decentralized marketplaces for X. So we went to a lot of meetups in San Francisco, learned about all of these things um, and just got deeper in the space and eventually knew we wanted to kind of do something in crypto. It was just a matter of what. And um, the first sort of uh, attempt at bringing NFTs mainstream uh, occurred in late 2017 with CryptoKitties, which was a digital cat breeding game where the cats were these NFTs. And that really sparked the interest uh, in building more NFT stuff from a lot of 
developers, including ourselves. So that's when we sort of had this idea for an NFT marketplace and then continued building it um, over the last roughly four years. Wow. And, and I guess maybe taking a step back, like, how do you, how would you describe what an NFT is? Like, because I think there's so many different definitions or perspectives of what an NFT actually is. Like, how do you think about what an NFT is? Yeah, I think to me, um, an NFT is, I guess it depends on the audience, right? So you can kind of explain it to people who understand how the internet works or like sort of the basics of programming standards and stuff like that. Um, and, and that's actually, I think, the more interesting way, which is sort of, you know, it's a new standard on the internet that allows you to have property rights baked into a, a digital item, right? So it's a way of saying, I own this digital item and this digital item could represent anything you want, right? I, I'm curious, just from a, like, when you think about who is actually creating NFTs, are you, do you think that those are, or, or I guess we could say minting NFTs, are those primarily artists right now? Or how do you think about like the just persona of someone that is, is minting NFTs in, uh, in general right now? In terms of kind of the profile of people, um, I, I, we're seeing a lot of excitement from across the board, like photographers, musicians, digital artists, um, athletes, all of these people are starting to experiment with it and see what resonates. But the interesting thing is that if you look at kind of the numbers, most of the NFT uh, volume numbers have come from these more crypto native communities of people, um, which is kind of an interesting um, phenomenon. I, um, I saw this stat a couple months ago that now there's more Ronin wallets in the Philippines than bank accounts. And so I think like I'm from small town, North Dakota, like I think where I come from, nobody knows what the hell an NFT is. And if they do, there's still like this weird barrier of entry to like figure out how to get Ethereum, move it to a MetaMask, buy, you know, an NFT on OpenSea. Have you guys thought about like, how do you make this process easier? Because I think there's still a huge market out there for people that know what an NFT probably is or are doing research, but it's just really difficult right now to buy one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, we are um, actively kind of working on things that will help in that arena. Not saying that this is the wrong approach, but, you know, if you look at something like Top Shot, you know, there's some frustration around, like, what you're allowed to do with your uh, Top Shot cards and how quickly you can withdraw your, your money and all of these things. So I think you just have to strike the right balance where you do push people to become a little more crypto native because there's a lot of really interesting benefits to that, right? The sort of interoperability across different applications. But then you kind of figure out what are the chunks that you can shave off and make easier for people. So, um, you know, getting crypto, for example, uh, is still really challenging and typically requires going to an exchange. So we're working with folks to, to try to smooth that process. You know, obviously like Blake and I are, you know, pretty deep in the creator economy and, and I work with a lot of different creators and influencers. Do you, have you seen any interesting creator projects and like, do you think that the creator economy and just influencers in general are going to play a big role in NFT projects going forward? I mean, obviously like we've seen people like Logan Paul do, um, I can't remember what crypto zoo. I think he did something called dink doink. Um, have, have you seen anything interesting coming out of the creator space? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I, I think we're seeing lots of experiments and some of them are like deeply resonating with people. Others are maybe not working as well. Um, you know, there was, uh, I don't know if you'd call him a creator, but sort of like Mike Tyson, more of a public mm -hmm. figure, but like he collaborated with a crypto artist to do these sort of 
really interesting NFTs and they really resonated with people and I think people really liked them. Opening up to, you know, the higher end, right, and being able to sell to a dedicated fan that wants to buy this like one-of-a-kind collectible is actually a really interesting way for creators to monetize. And there's just so much, so much opportunity out there. So I think it's um, really the early days. I have to ask only because I'm sure people watching this are probably thinking of just like, do you think we're in a bubble right now? Or or like, how do you think about the current market conditions and just like the world that we are in within NFTs? Because there's obviously a lot of hype and speculation, but how do you think about just like what this means, where we're at within the cycle maybe overall? Yeah, well, to be honest, I don't worry a lot about that, the question of like whether we're in a bubble, but if one had to like break it down, um, you know, you could maybe look at it from like many different angles. One is like, sort of trading or gross merchandise volume, like um, sort of uh, how much prices of NFTs, and you can say like, oh, maybe that's gonna like come down over time, which I think is perfectly reasonable. Um, and then you could also look at it from like a mind share perspective, like how many people are like obsessed with this thing and rallying around it and how many startups are forming around it and like how much are people talking about it. And there, you know, it definitely seems like it, a lot is happening and so you know maybe both of those things are at some like local maximum that being said like especially if you think about the second one there's so much more to explore like this is such a broader like phenomenon than just ICOs or sort of capital formation and crypto and fundraising like the number and diversity of NFT projects is just staggering like you have incredible games being built, like social platforms being built. It's just, there's so much opportunity. It's so greenfield. And, you know, from my vantage point, I'm just seeing like all sorts of really compelling talent pour into the space. I, I know we have a long way to grow long term. Um, and I think, you know, we may or may not be at a, a local maximum right now, uh, short term. What advice would you have for like uh, creators, even let's just say talent in general? Because now we've seen like Mike Tyson. And like all these different artists, I we've seen a lot of people kind of maybe step in the space early on with one of ones, and now maybe they're doing you know different projects. But is there any advice that you have for a creator who's maybe thinking like, I want to get into this space, I just don't know how to do it? The reality is right now that a lot of the excitement is driven by sort of crypto culture and the people who are already in the space. We're not really at a place where like we're bringing in the masses um, because I think the masses are still learning about how all of this works. Doing really creative stuff around leveraging existing projects, I think is really compelling. I have yet to see just something where it's like really combining like all of the different profile picture projects. Like I, that maybe the other advice is like, look at what's already been done like in 2018, 2019 and just kind of iterate on that. And like, you know, all of the concept or most of the concepts and ideas are there. It's just, they were sort of, experimented with before the market was ready um so that would be their advice yeah I, I would just add to that as well where it's just like you have to do this in an authentic way uh where you, you can't come in and, and just be a like random person saying hey i'm doing a you know, project by my projects so like you have to earn the respect of any community uh and do it in a thoughtful way and so uh, if i think in general the internet is pretty good at sniffing out cash grabs and uh if you're coming into the space for a cash grab like it will be pretty quickly <laughs> identified yeah i agree I, I think from a creator perspective the the hard part is like who do you talk to who do you go to 
like what artists exist, like, and how do you get in contact with those artists? So there still isn't, I think a good resource area for a lot of creators to go to for these projects. I think it's like, and not a lot of them, not a lot of creators can like get to Gary Vee to have that conversation, right? Like I think Logan and, and Beast and some of those guys are lucky in that regard because they get to talk to all these people. Um, so hopefully eventually there's like some resource that, you know, helps smaller creators, at least in the arts and DIY space, like get into NFTs. But I mean, I think Blake and I are incredibly bullish on this space. Um, especially on the game side of this, uh, even though I think we're so still so early um, on NFTs. Uh, and we appreciate you coming on and, and kind of talking through some of this stuff. And, you know, we look forward to watching you guys continue to blow up as this like world matures. Because I think like once we figure out the barrier of entry and allow like the masses to be able to buy NFTs, like that's when this is going to get really interesting for you guys as well.